we're learning this. I'm learning this with Liz that I'm no, I know way less than I thought I did about the U.S. Well, you thought that the Jamestown colony was <laughs> the Jamestown settlement. Was. I still, I still stand by that. It's, it's Jamestown, Rhode still, Island. I still stand by that. She, I actually, I sat with her, and I think it's in the in the next one that's coming out. We listed. I said I don't even know how many presidents I could name, and we listed presidents. It was not many. Oh wow! It was not many that I could name. Benjamin Franklin was one of them. No, he, no, he is wait. not a he president. Not a president. He's, He's not a president. I was like, all right, then uh, on the on the dollar bills. Yeah, not all presidents on the dollar bill. Hamilton was not a president. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was the president. No, no. Alexander Hamilton. He's the president of Broadway. President. Uh, <laughs> you want to shut this? Leave it open. Um, I don't think it matters. All right. Uh, have fun. Yeah. Great job tonight. Thank you, Carl. You Thanks for hosting. It. it was a lot of fun. Thank you. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed the lap dance I gave you, Vlad. Yes, I did. He thought you were Demi Moore, so it must have worked, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I forgot completely about that movie. <laughs> that I couldn't I remember the movie. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Alright, you ready to start? Yes, sir. Alright. Uh, so, welcome to Discovering America, uh, the uh, show in which uh, I talk to Vlad, who are. Uh, a beloved uh, bit player, longest running bit player who uh, is from Russia and is going to tell us some stories about the immigrant experience coming to America, what it was like in Soviet, growing up in Soviet Russia. Um, I'm Jim. And this is Vlad. Hello, everybody. Uh, so what are we going to talk about today? Holidays. Holidays. Uh, American holidays and maybe Russian holidays. You yeah, know let's, know, uh, let's, let's talk about them. Let's, let's do it all. <laughs> Well, I moved to the United States, it was May 13, 1981, so my first American holiday was 4th of July. Mm, appropriately. Yes, yeah. and by then I knew a friend of mine whose name was Royal. Yeah, you thought you brought up Royal. Yes. Before. Royal was the, the, cook, the cookout, yes, Royal yeah. And he invited me to his barbecue party, and um, we showed pantomime to each other, we ate, uh-huh. and... Um, what was interesting to me, how sincere they were about the birth of the country, like how patriotic uh-huh. they were, how honest they were about it, mm-hmm. and sincere about it. Uh, back in Russia, uh, all the holidays are patriotic and all the, you know, it's, it's communist holidays, so yeah. people really don't relate to them at all. It's, very, it's disconnected. You feel disconnected. From yes. Like, yes. Is it the same thing? Could our uh, our conversation on like just the uh, about about jobs and money and like the corruption in the economy? It's it the same like per, sort of performance? Like yeah, like you know, it looks like I do this job. I'm actually doing this job under the table. Like it's kind. Of, it's is it that same? Like there's no like it's that same like double kind of. Uh, I don't know, like they like they're performing one thing, but really underneath they're not really. It's like, not no, uh, but here I saw the person who has American flag on the middle of his backyard, who decorated huh? everything in white, red, and blue, who um, was honestly loving the holiday, not just because it was a day off, mm-hmm. but 
adoring w w what it was. And to me, it was very, very surprising. The honest patriotism of the person. Yeah, there is like quite a bit, even even among skeptics like myself, that like there is a lot of reverence. Like, ton, like it, it is very like Fourth of July is very sacrosanct to to a lot of people. So yeah. <laughs> uh, Halloween was the next one, and Halloween I couldn't understand at all. Like the whole oh, holiday wouldn't make any sense to me. Why skeletons? Why <laughs> people in white? Uh, why uh, all the like there was a tree not far away from the house where I was, and it was decorated in a toilet paper, and <laughs> that was absolutely like bug mining to me. Like what? Why? How? Why would you waste good toilet paper on a tree? Um, the so, whole concept would go right over. That's interesting. Like there's no. I mean, obviously there's no like there's no parallel no. in Soviet Russia. There's no, no Halloween. There's no like. What are you gonna dress up as? What, it's like, what would be? There's, there's nothing like that. Now they do celebrate. Now it is there. Well, yeah, because they're, I feel like even even now they're more like they they get a sense of what's going on globally. So that's kind of a yes. And a lot of things now and, Americanized. There. Yeah, yes. yeah, Westernized is a, that is it. Like, well, Halloween comes from Halloween's a Catholic holiday. So it could be like that, that that's where the divide is like that. Um, it, all the fun stuff either spins from like pagan Celtic rituals, like, or, or like that combined with all saints day, the, like the, and, and the day of the dead. Like that's, it's, it's a mishmash of all that. Uh, like and and like sooner or later it kind of just becomes disconnected from the original form and it's just like let's dress up and go out and like wreck stuff like <laughs> yeah more or less yeah and i think my second halloween i dressed and actually won a contest oh which was funny because that was like the simplest 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 costume um, I had a card, just a greeting card that I cut it in half and I put the first half on the top of my coat uh -huh. and the second half on a, on my shirt yeah. right under the coat. Mm -hmm. So on the coat it said, uh, life is not a theater. Mm -hmm. And then I opened the coat and it said, it's a fucking circus. <laughs> oh, Wow. That's 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 awesome though. But like, so you took you took to it immediately. Like that's a, next year yeah, I kind of figured out. Yes, and we went to the party with my then girlfriend, mm -hmm. and the surprise to everybody, to myself, I found the contest because this was the funniest one. Yeah, that is funny. Like, and it's not what it's not something that's expected. Like, no, it, like that's that's something that only you would dress up as. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh Christmas. Uh -huh. Christmas had some parallels to what we had in Russia as a new year. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't have a Santa Claus, but we had uh, Grandfather Frost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard yeah. a few of these fairy tales. Yeah. And um, he had a granddaughter whose name was uh, White Snow. I don't know how to translate it. Um, and uh, he would give presents to kids and it would be on a night which would be the first night, which is New, yeah, Year's, yeah, New Year's Eve. Year's, yeah. So a lot of 
parallel things like it would be here with Christmas. Uh, the only thing which was surprising to me, amount of presents. Like everybody have a present. Mm -hmm. Everybody oh, okay. would get. And not just one, but several. And this is for this and this is for that. And, and amount of presents that going from hands to hands was... Um, more than surprised to me, you know. Usually, you would get like one present. That's about mm. it. Mm. Yeah. Um, if you like sixteen years old, you would get your first watch. That would be like the biggest <laughs> thing. Um, <laughs> Wait, ten years to get a car, sixteen years to get a watch. Yes, you know, like yes, more, more or less. <laughs> yes. Um, Thanksgiving, delicious, absolutely oh. wonderful holiday. Great food, everybody looking forward to. The only mm -hmm. thing that was surprising to me is that you put jello on, like sweet jello on the top of meat. Uh -huh. And jello itself was absolutely disgusting because it was out of the can. You're talking about, yeah, you're talking about the canned cranberries. Yes. No, I, that's like, now we, we talked in the previous episode about like uh, instant mashed potatoes and yes. real mashed potatoes and how they're both delicious. And I, I feel the same way about cranberry sauce like you can make like real cranberry sauce and it could be really good but also like that cylinder of cranberry sauce with the with the with the ridges in it oh, that's yeah. great I, like that's also is like oh that's like i don't know if it's just like the memories of like thanksgiving and being home but like that like that brings such good feelings and like it goes i don't know i know i get like why you found it weird but it goes <laughs> well the shape of it yeah. really was weird mm -hmm. the idea that you put something sweet on the meat mm -hmm. was weird that wasn't to a me. thing that ever no, happened no 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 huh. no like glazes no like no, no. glaze maybe yeah. uh something spicy you know like mint mint jelly on no 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 it didn't happen um, now I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and my wife makes it from scratch. She makes mm -hmm. it like real one and it's, it's delicious. Yeah. It's absolutely wonderful. And in fact, we're making many, many sandwiches with the meat and stuffing and uh, that's some of the best, one of the best things is just it like is. for two weeks after you, <laughs> you're still getting, you're still working through it. Yeah. Uh -huh. And it's getting better and better. You're right. Um, Easter, I Really didn't know much about Easter, but the whole thing was kind of nice. You had a little bit of food. You had kids uh, dressing up very nicely. Everybody go to church. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was nothing parallel to what I would have uh, back in Russia except mm -hmm. the painted eggs. They, the painted eggs did make their way over. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they would paint them very, very fancy. And sometimes they would do... They would empty egg while it was still raw uh -huh. with a needle, so it would suck everything out. They would dry it mm -hmm. and just they would paint just the shell it's by itself. And yeah, no, like th people do that now. Like, I don't, I've always found that real to be like, I, I never did, I never drained it, but people like I've, I've seen people do that, like poke a hole in the bottom, yep. drain out the egg. Yeah, like usually we would hard boil them and then yes, and then do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When our kids were growing up, you know, that would be like the whole mess in the kitchen. Yeah, right. And <laughs> after that, everybody's hands and just full of that, full of all the different paints. Yes, 
but back there, yes, you had uh, boiled eggs that you eat, and also you have empty egg that more like a decoration or piece of art, and real artists would decorate them very, very nicely. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, that would be uh, d d displayed. In fact, one of the people who worked for me uh, in the lab, he was a professional artist who was drawing on eggs. That was like his specialty. Mm. And uh, he would draw beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, things on it. In fact, he made the whole collection of it. And somewhere in Massachusetts, they had a little show and tell all about it. So I'm picturing him like at a big uh, big art show going backstage. All right, where are my eggs? And there's a guy back there. Mm -hmm. Oops, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. They're all empty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, in Russia, we have all the holidays which are very patriotic and communist-driven, except for New Year. It's just New Year's. Well, yeah. It's the only one that doesn't have any connection to to the party or anything. Well, it seemed that way from uh, what's it? Enjoy your bath or the the, yes. the irony of fate, like that. Uh, that movie was took place on New Year's. Like that seemed to be like a holiday. I didn't see a lot of the whole, like the patriotic stuff. But, like it, it did seem like kind of a genuine like celebratory holiday it is like, till completely like free of all that till this day this is my favorite holiday mm -hmm. from like all of them i love new year it's always uh great for me to look in the past to look forward to the future <laughs> to reflect to it's such a it gives me honest joy mm. like no other holiday actually New Year's is when I met my wife too, so I share that. Like that, so that that is the uh, like I look at New Year's kind of the same way as like a turning point. Uh, the first time I host big players party mm -hmm. was on on uh, New Year's. The first I the, 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 was the first time hosting was it the first the, time I hosting. Didn't realize that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, so for those for those unaware, the every New Year's Eve the bit players have three shows at seven, nine, and eleven. So uh, like, put a pin in this. Uh, what? How many months from now? The, almost eight months from now, and come to see the show. Yeah, it's usually very good. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like I. I don't like. Well, because it's the anniversary of when my wife and I met, I'm not often at these it's shows. It's hard for yeah. But is but from what I can tell, like it's it's a blast. Like, I, I love being there. Uh -huh. It's like for the past what 16 years, I'm uh, in those shows, and I would rather be here than anywhere else. It's so good. Um, while my kids were small, we always had a tradition that we would um, go to. Boston and uh, to see a show mm -hmm. on uh, December 31st, uh -huh. stay overnight, and then on January 1st, we would go see my parents oh, uh -huh. because they were there. You would see the first night show, you would see like the fireworks and all that, is that or would you would see another show? No, no, not that much. Just a show. Like, just a show. Any, any yeah. Show. Uh, we would go see, uh, for example, Blue Man Group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we would see Mom and Shans oh, when God, they could yeah. perform <laughs> there. 
So just you would go see a mime-related show. <laughs> mime-related or puppet-related. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we had kids. Yeah. Little kids. And we would go stay overnight somewhere in Natal. And next day I would go to, to see my, my parents, spend a day with them, come back. Uh-huh. That was for many years mm-hmm. in a row. That was um, leftovers from when I was in Russia. Because my mom and dad, you know, when we grow up, they're like, okay, go celebrate New Year, whatever you want, but on the first of January, you have to be with your parents. Oh, that, yeah, and that, makes that sense. was and that was for many many years, and that's how we stayed. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was like one of the few traditions that we had. It held over. Yeah. 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 Um, February twenty third is a Red Army Day, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody who would be in the army, it would be like a Veterans Day here. You know. Okay. Uh, you would congratulate them. March 8 now is uh, kind of being known here. It's International Women's Day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a mishmash between Valentine's Day and Mom's Day. Oh, you know, okay. Ma- Mother's Day. So they're, they're the same they're the same holiday. Soviet, Basically, it would Soviet. be, yeah. It would be Women's Day. So you would go to... <laughs> so, your, so, but they did call it Women's Day? Like it was, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, International Women's Day. Uh, April 12th was, was a day of cosmonauts because it's a oh, day of Yuri Gagarin Yuri, yes. uh, went to space and from that day that was a day of cosmonautics. And when I was small, that was a big day. It must have been. I remember, you know, it was 1961 mm-hmm. when it happened and uh, even before then they sent uh Two dogs to space. Right. Yeah. And and the satellite. Yeah, yes. Was like, and I remember so, all of that. So I remember all of that. Yeah. And that was a big, big thing. I remember I had, uh, you know, little soldiers. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh huh. And all those soldiers I would put inside the can of coffee can. You know, like uh, grinded coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Metal can. Yeah. And we used to live on the 12th floor of the mm. building. Yeah. So I would open the window and throw this can full of uh, soldiers down. Uh-huh. It would break somewhere in the greens. Uh-huh, I would yeah. run down, solve, save as many soldiers as uh-huh, I can, uh-huh. put them back in a can, come back, and then I would have a big parade. Because they went to the space, <laughs> survived, and then and they, they came put back some down. Metal they and they come back. <laughs> yeah, they got a, a, a rougher landing than the actual. Absolutely, yeah. But that was but, all inspired by cosmonauts, and cosmonauts were heroes. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah, were more than so. human. Yes, first person in space, first person who went in the open space out of the craft into the open space that was Leonov everybody knew his name Leonov was his name Leonov Leonov yeah. okay. <laughs> and uh, first woman in space mm-hmm. uh, Tereshkova uh-huh. so everybody knew her and then uh, she would get married and have a kid with another cosmonaut and supposedly that was just an experiment because they wanted them to get married have a kid and see if that kid is going to be normal because both of them were in space oh oh that's oh what a what a kind of scary thing yeah like, <laughs> yeah now i don't know if that's the truth or not but that was the rumor <laughs> yeah. it's probably a rumor but that would be like 
that's freaky. Like, I don't know. That, that's I, something that would be believable. I'm yeah. trying to think if there's a, like, I'm surprised there's not a movie based on that. <laughs> not yet. Uh, yeah, like, like, okay, well, we, like, we, we want you to have a child together to see if it's a monster. Like, yes. <laughs> if it is, well, we'll deal with it then. But if it isn't, hey, you have a healthy child. <laughs> uh, do you remember Apollo Soyuz um, together when Apollo was, uh, in mm-hmm. space with uh, Russian craft which uh-huh. called Soyuz. Yeah, yeah. Well, Apollo is about twice as big mm-hmm. compared to Soyuz. Well, so, because the U.S. basically said, oh, no, you don't, and like pumped a ton of money into the science and research and was like, now nah, we're going to build it bigger. Like, well, what, what happened, you guys won uh, a moon. Yeah, we went to the moon first. First. Uh, yeah. So Russians decided to concentrate on a space station. Mm-hmm. And that's what they were that's first they did, at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Apollo basically joined them in, a, in being a station. Mm-hmm. And that's when the two different things uh, united yeah, in space. Yeah, right. And Apollo was so much bigger compared to the Soyuz craft. So all the pictures were made from Soyuz side to make it not as small compared to the Apollo, to make them a little <laughs> bit more even. And they would never show them side by side. It always was like this, yeah. from the side of the Soyuz. Yeah, I can see, I can see yes. <laughs> To make it like, yeah, size doesn't Look matter. This is. Okay, what does the American one look like? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> uh, May 1st is International Labor Day. Uh-huh. So that was a big demonstration. Big one, yeah, yeah. Uh, A lot of red, uh, red flags on a red square. Mm-hmm. Big parade. Uh, May 9 is Victory Day uh-huh. over Germany. And oh, yeah. uh, 1945, yes, May 9. Yes. yes. And it's a big holiday. It's a big holiday for people who were in the war or people who got uh, affected by the war because, mm-hmm. you know, 20 million people died. So basically. You you had the, you, you guys had the worst toll like, yes. out, of, out of any country. Yes. And. Um, a lot of family. It basically touched everybody. Yeah. You know, and it's big part of history. It's big part of art. I mean, we grew up on the movies about World War Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played, you know, Russians and Germans. That, that's how it was. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no other enemy. We didn't play Russian and Indians. You know, it's it's right. not happening. Yeah, no. It's a totally different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Russians and American Indians. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we fighting the Native Americans? I don't know. <laughs> um, I remember watching movies, you know, about war and, you know, crying because it's... What movie know, stood touching. Like, what did you watch? Uh, the Soldier. What was The Soldier? What was, like, I don't know. It's a young man uh, going and his father is looking for him. Is it, it's a Russian movie? It's a Russian movie, uh-huh. yes. Um, the... Songs from that period of time is, you know, always performance, always very touching to everybody. Um, all the um, memorials that they built all over the country, uh-huh. uh, books that they've written, it's a huge, huge part of history that um, very, very close to everybody. And in fact, now when the Soviet Union has collapsed, this is one of the holidays that's still there and still unites people. Mm-hmm. 
As it should, yeah. Yeah. Um, October 7, Soviet Constitution Day. You know, it's a joke. <laughs> it's uh, like nobody takes so, it like, seriously. Yeah. And but it's, is it still a national holiday? Or it's like, a national like, holiday, uh, yeah. Nobody took it seriously even while you were there? Uh, no, because there's no such a thing as a Soviet Constitution. You know, it's, it's basically... A, one man rules, and that's well, what it yeah, is. What and it is. everything is bent to whatever they decided. You know, constitution, it's on a paper. That, um, that's basically what Orwell said <laughs> with, uh, with Animal Farm. Like, it was like, yeah, here's the constitution, but here's how we're going to manipulate it in every single th- way. That's exactly how it make was it, for many, it many, many yeah. years. Yes. All animals are equal, but some are more equal than others. <laughs> yes. Um, October 7 is uh, October Revolution Day. That's November 7th. Uh, no, November 7th, yeah. yes. It's October Revolution Day uh, because of the new style and old style. So that's what yeah, it is. Right. Yes. Um, and basically, it's the birthday of the country. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very big political holiday. It's you know one of the biggest ones. Um, and that's about it. That's the only holidays that, that, that we have. And just generally with those uh, with those um, Soviet holidays, they're just like they they were just like nothing. Like they're they're just kind of like eh. it's a day off. It's a day off from school. Yes, on uh, um, so it's like Columbus Day. Like <laughs> yes, on May you may end up in a demonstration. All right, well, you yeah. know they would go through the big squares or red square you know that would be on uh, May 9 that would be military parade well yeah like uh, that, that that's something outside of the Soviet patriotic bullshit low that's like like I feel like that one that one means more way, more like, way more yes yeah. um, we used to live next to when I was a kid like we moved out of there I was six years old mm-hmm. we used to live next to Military school Mm -hmm. for uh, it was a tanks school. So basically, uh, people who would be in uh, part of military with tanks, Mm -hmm. they would learn to be on officers there. Yeah, and uh, across the street from them, on the corner, there was. But uh, barracks, yeah, barracks, yeah, 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 barracks of soldiers, and every May 9th, about five o'clock in the morning, you would hear tanks would go from that school, from that military school, mm-hmm. all the way to the Red Square, and mm-hmm. the whole ground would shake because it would be like, well, yeah, you know. 20, 30, 40 tanks go there. I mean, I feel like, do, do people have an appreciation of what, like, having a tank drive by nearby does to just, like, the... the it's ground. incredible, yeah. Like, the whole building is shaking. Um, so every May 9th, I remember, the whole ground was shaking. We would go early in the morning and watch those tanks mm. go there from school to the Red Square. Uh, it was a few miles. I mean, it wasn't close by. And uh, then artillery and 
barracks, you know, all the trucks with military, they all would go there as well. Now, like, now I don't want to make a politically inflammatory statement, but like, I think it was 2019 when the, the person who was the U.S. president at the time floated the idea of having of something similar parades. to that. Yeah, yeah like, and I, I think, think they had some kind of military. Parade. Well, what they happened did. was like he had like. He said, I want, he wanted, like, yeah, I want tanks in the streets. I want us to show off our military. I wanted to, like, uh, and I think word got to him, like, if you drive tanks through Washington, D.C., it's going to tear up the roads. Like, so, like, he gave a speech and there was a tank, like, in back of him. Like, <laughs> it wasn't, quite, it wasn't yeah. quite the same thing. <laughs> like, there was, like, there was a tank, like, it was barely in view. I'm like, but he knew it was there. And it was really for him. Let's be honest. Like, it was for his, like, but anyway. Um, well, never mind the tanks, but uh -huh. even, um, like, uh, what do you call them? 12-wheeler trucks or 9-wheeler truck? Mm, some, I mean, I don't you know, know like for sure. Long, long trucks. Yeah, yeah. In uh, Providence, I used to live in a house on Silver Spring Street, and that street mm -hmm. was on a hill, yeah. and people from uh, New England track school mm -hmm. were learning how to shift uphill oh God. There, on that yeah. on <laughs> that hill. It's um, a nice long street, yeah. Yes, <laughs> and uh, my house was standing there, and every single time that heavy truck would pass by, yeah. the whole house would shake. Yeah. So never mind the... Never mind uh, the, a tank. The like, tank. Never, yes, right. Um, the, another memory from that place where we used to live, it was actually very, very unique. I know it has mm -hmm. nothing to do with the holidays, but well, yeah, like it, it just because related. it just happened there. Uh -huh. The... My grandma uh, emigrated from Ukraine mm -hmm. to Moscow, mm -hmm. and her husband worked in a steel plant mm -hmm. in Moscow. Mm -hmm. And the name of it was originally belonged to some uh, Russian fellow. And obviously, after the Soviet Revolution, it got nationalized, yeah. and uh, that steel plant become um, sickle and hammer uh -huh. plant. That's what they called it. Yeah, and a lot of my male relatives worked there. In fact, my grandfather uh, died there because mm -hmm. it was a mm -hmm. accident. Okay. You know, some kind of accident. Uh, and he felt and he died there. So, for people who worked on that plan, they would give them living quarters. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was born, in one of those houses uh, that were in the center of Moscow, but it had two floors, single family, mm -hmm. three bedroom living room mm -hmm. which was absolutely unbelievable for moscow and it had an orchard ah, huh. the backyard everything was fenced and um, sister of my grandma lived there and when my mom with her mom come back from uh evacuation uh -huh. 
at the after at the World War Two, yeah, yeah. they didn't have any place to to, to live. Yeah, and uh, my aunt, my grand aunt, took them over, mm-hmm. and they built like a little in-law addition, uh-huh. uh, two rooms and a kitchen, and that's where my mom eventually lived, and uh, that's where she got married, and that's where I was born. Oh wow! Huh. So that's what it was. So I was born in the middle of the. Moscow with the orchard and I loved picking up oh, yeah. apples and picking up uh, berries and growing strawberries and we had oh, the whole wall full of grapes and that's how I grew up which was very very unusual and when you open the gate to go into the city basically yeah. from that it would open into the gas station <laughs> and one night a car on that gas station would catch on fire and nobody got evacuated which was very surprising oh and I remember I was sitting on my dad's shoulders and because I was so small mm-hmm. and everybody watching that big Place, yeah, and uh, firefighters arrived, and uh, instead of getting the car, you know, putting down the flames, yeah, they simply hooked the car and moved it away from the gas station. The mm-hmm. gas station wouldn't get on fire, yeah, and it just let it burn there. Okay, <laughs> so, one way to do it, I guess. Yes, yeah, still remember that. Wow. Um. And then another exit from uh, that fence property mm-hmm. was into the rest of the houses for the development for the people who lived there. And people would have their own um, birds there, like the big yeah, cage yeah, yeah. with the birds. And people would have other orchards and they would have uh, three, four g- garages to put the cars there <laughs> and in the middle there was just empty space and we would always play soccer there because it was just nothing and right by then there was a, a train racks this was train the train the, the tracks the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the train tracks yeah. that would go to the Steel plant, mm-hmm. and they would bring steel yeah. there and out, uh, maybe yeah. uh, coal, whatever that the, they needed. And my mom would always say, "Don't ever go on the other side of those trucks because you're going to get stolen." Oh, okay. And I remember I would never go do that. <laughs> um, one. Winter, I went outside of our house, but still inside our property. And I would always look back that the door, the front door would be open uh-huh. to the house. And because of the wind, it got locked. Uh-huh. got so scared. So I ran into the house and with my gloves, I broke the window. Oh, wow. Because I got so scared. Oh, <laughs> Everybody ran around like, nope, don't worry about it. Everything is good. Yeah, right. <laughs> and 
once I, I don't know why, I was inside the house and I hit the wall, just, uh-huh. you know, playing. I don't know why, I don't remember, I was a little kid. I hit the wall and part of the drywall felt out, just like so, crumbled. Yeah. And I still remember the feeling, wow, I'm so strong. Yeah. Not that the drywall was so weak. But, so like, yeah. weak, but I was so strong. Yeah. Um, a lot of memories in that house. Yeah. Um, it doesn't exist anymore. They, oh, yeah. they got rid of all of it, uh, flattened out. Um, another memory of that house is my brother and I were sitting in the kitchen and he's reading the book. He's eight years younger than me. Uh-huh. And I am maybe pushing three, no more than that. Mm. And I don't speak yet because <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. really, really yeah, s- yeah. late talker. And he read the book and I'm right next to him on my knees on a chair to be next to him to look what uh-huh. he's doing and chair collapses under me <laughs> and a and big nail old. goes right into my knee oh wow oh, and it's God. rotten nail like well, really yeah, bad obviously. and um, I'm ending up in a emergency room in a um, hospital and there's no antibiotics. None? None. It's what? If I was born in 1956, so it's 1959, 1959 something like yeah. that. And um, the doctor's saying, well, there's going to be uh, really bad for the knee. The knee is not going to grow for a while. Mm. So the person is going to be with one leg shorter. Jeez. Um, unless you get antibiotics and somewhere, somehow my dad paid tons of money and, uh, yeah, got some, antibiotics. some wheel you could grease somewhere. That yes, you could yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, saved me, Jeez. but saved my leg. Yeah. And, uh, I remember that strange feeling when you understand what's going on, but you can't speak because I don't know how to speak. I was still a kid. Yeah. And my mom and dad they would give me they couldn't see me for whatever reason and they would give me food through mm-hmm. the nurses uh-huh. and nurses would steal the food and would never get to me <laughs> and uh so it's like it, it even like when a child in the hospital it still skim a little bit off the top you know, yeah i'll just pass it along yeah and i remember i'm sitting uh in my bed and bed has a tall walls that mm-hmm. I wouldn't pop, pop out from there. And in the bed next to me, I don't know if it's a boy and a girl, but you know, some little kid yeah. tearing the clothes apart all the time. Yeah. I still remember that. Oh, wow. Huh. And my mom said that when they got me from the hospital for the next few months, I would take the bread and put it under the pillow because I was so hungry. Uh-huh. You know, I would, wouldn't share it. I would eat the whole thing right away. Somebody's and then we'd take, take it home and put it under the pillow. Yeah. <laughs> and still didn't talk for a while. Wow. 
<laughs> so that's the memories of that that's house. So funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had two trees there. I love talking about it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes like with, uh, people would say, what is your happy place? Like mm-hmm. I would close my eyes and that's and that what would I be see. It. That yeah. would be it. With the trees and everything. Yeah. The orchard. And- there would be, there were several trees, but two of them, we called them uh, Chinese apples. Don't ask me why. I don't know. But they were small. Yeah. And one tree, you could not eat the little apple because like it, was so apple yeah, yeah, it was so bitter. Yeah, it was so bitter. And another one was as sweet as honey. Oh, wow. And I would crawl on the top of the tree and just all summer long, I would just eat this. And this is why fruit here is so disappointing to you. Like maybe. <laughs> maybe, yes. But I still remember the tree and I still loved it. Huh. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, picking up berries, I still like. Like it brings me back to that memory when I was a kid. Yeah. Just on the backyard picking up those berries. And gas stations, like when you see a gas station. <laughs> gas station. <laughs> <laughs> Not much. Yeah. All right. That was good memories. Thank yeah. you. No, that's that's awesome. I didn't know about I didn't know that about I didn't know about your childhood home. That's yeah. Uh, we used to have one room with my brother, mm-hmm. and uh, it was very small room, and it was just bed, mm-hmm. nightstand, and another bed, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. So when I would be scared, I would crawl right over the nightstand, jump into his bed, and like tell me the story because I'm scared. Yeah. And he was a good brother. I love my brother. He, he was eight years older than you? Yeah, yeah sorry, he would I never kick me out. He was just like, oh, all right, come on, really kids. Nice. <laughs> yeah, do. Um, because of my brother, I actually developed love for reading or poetry. Mm. Because of him. Wow. Because of him. Uh, he would have a very interesting way to um, make me read. Um uh, like, usually I would open the book and say, well, there's no pictures. I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a good book for me. Yeah. But he would, uh, like, late at night, because we shared the room for so many years, uh, he would start telling me a story about Three Musketeers. Oh. Okay. You know, just like, start telling me. And then uh, D'Artagnan would have to fight three people all in the same time. All right, good night. What do you mean, good night? I'm so interested. What happened? What happened? If you really want to know what happened, you have here's to the book. Yeah. And I would just swallow this book from oh, start wow, to finish uh, because I was interested in what's going on. Huh. And that's how I read my first play. Mm. And it was Serrano de Bergerac. Oh, wow. Huh. And you know how? Because there was a duel scene, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. And one of the person right. was D'Artagnan, remember? Yes. And uh, Serrano would uh, made a poem while he was uh, fighting. Yep. And uh, my brother said, guess what? D'Artagnan is in that book. And guess so you have read, to read it. Yeah. yeah. Three Musketeers, there it is. Yeah. And uh, that was the first play I ever read. In fact, it was a play which was in rhyme it was a poem Mm -hmm. yeah and i remember when i closed the book i was crying Mm -hmm. 
because of the whole experience of Serrano de Bergerac. Yeah, I know. It is like that. that I, I mean, there, there are many adaptations of it or translations of it. Some are better than others, but like a really good one is a really, really good one. Yes. The one that Anthony Burgess did in the English translation that Anthony Burgess did in like mid 2000s or something like that is is like out of this world good that it was uh kevin klein and and to kevin klein and jennifer garner did it on on broadway it was terrific um like the last moments are just like uh, just like a grabber like heart-wrenching yeah yeah and i was a kid when i read it and uh i was crying i remember Mm -hmm. Even the new the new movie that just came out with Peter Dinklage is is really good. Like, I, if uh, it's a it's somewhat modernized and it has a modern like it, it it's it, it's it has a like sort of modern musical score, but it's a very good adaptation. Um, another book that he thrown me basically the same way. Um, it was um, by Thomas Mann. Uh, Joseph and his brothers, mm-hmm. and it's very, very big, thick book. If you remember, we're running yeah. out of time. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and uh, I found my, myself in the hospital, you know, being like twenty years old, and bored out of my mind. And I'm calling him, and I'm like, "Can you bring like a detective story or something? Yeah. Because I'm dying here." And he's bringing me like this thick book. Uh, Joseph and His Brothers by Thomas Mann. Uh-huh. And I'm reading first 10 pages and I'm already yawning and falling asleep. Uh-huh. And he is saying, no, 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 read. You have to read at least 100 pages. And after that, it will get there. Uh-huh. I'm reading 50 pages and I'm calling him and swearing him with every single ma- name. Uh-huh. He said, there's nothing else for you to do. You're in the hospital for many, many days. Uh-huh. Sit down and read. So... He was right. On the page 102, <laughs> I couldn't put the book down. Wow. It was so good. But I had to survive first 100 pages. Well, it's like and people then, now saying, oh, you've got to watch this show, but it doesn't get good until episode 12. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then I finished the book like in the next two days because I couldn't, mm. I couldn't put it away. And then you, yeah. <laughs> and then there's a part two to it, which is just a thick. Oh, wow. So I'm calling him and I'm like, give me part two, just bring it over here. He comes back without it. And I'm yelling at Where him, like, what did you do? How come you didn't bring it? So <laughs> finally he brought it to me and I read the whole thing. And it's an incredible book. It's oh, wow. an incredible I never read, I never read Man, I've been meaning to. Like, book. Yeah. Um, but that's my brother. That's how he is. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, very lucky. Yeah, seems like it. Yeah. Cool. Well, should we, about it. should we leave it there? That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. And cool. next time we're going to talk about change of status. The change in status for between the between countries. Like yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. Like so yeah. So yeah, next time uh on Discovering America we'll talk about the change of status that comes with when transferring from Soviet yeah. Russia to to uh the US. Uh so Vlad and I perform a good number of nights. Uh, with the bit players at the Firehouse Theater in Newport, Rhode Island, every Friday and Saturday at uh, 8 p.m. Um, and uh, that, do we have anything else to. No, it was really fun to 
go down the memory lane. Yeah, it was really space. cool. I didn't tell so cool. Like, I'm glad we kind of took the detour from holidays into just kind of your childhood home. And, thank you, bud. All right. Thank you, Jim. All right. Join us again for more Discovering America. This has been a BitPlayers podcast, bitplayers.net.